Like, <laughs> there, there's been a couple times where there was two people that randomly showed up. They didn't know what they were going to, sitting in the back, like on two separate weeks, just talking to each other at like full volume while we're trying to do stuff. And that's a hard okay. thing to be like, hey, hey, there's a show happening. You're ruining it for nobody yeah, else for here. Just, just you guys that don't care. <laughs> yeah. So, Ooh. roughly 24 to 92 hours ago, Stab's team of comedy scientists commissioned three specific humorists to give various potentially comedic takes on several random topics, which they will now perform for the first and likely last time in front of a live studio audience in a show called Stab. This is Stab, the show that proves that you don't have to be this tall to ride this ride. Now let's introduce tonight's panel. Uh, Our first panelist likes to punch smaller things, which aren't a lot. (laughs) They produce so many things around these stab parts. It's David Shapiro. Hi. How is that? I don't know. Yeah. You said small and we weren't sure which of us he was talking about. And our second panelist can do a backflip, uh, but doesn't feel like he needs to prove anything to you. Uh, he's the other Mom Hat Studios member who still responds to my messages. It's Jeff Brown. And I'm your host, Jesse Jones. Tonight, truly a mountain of a man. This is the Stab Show, the very same Stab Show that you can catch every Saturday night at 11 p.m. on KUTZ 103.1 FM or KUTZFM.org in case you were somehow confused, which is understandable. Now, let's meet tonight's panel, David. Hi. Hi there. Hi, Jesse. Hi. Sorry Hi, we, audience. we got you a, a day late. Uh, all the, the festival lights is, oh, is unfortunately the day for my people. over. Yeah. Um, well, uh, it ended just a couple hours ago because. Oh, is it sundown? Well, yeah, it's a Sunday, okay. so we started sundown and then in the day. So really, Hanukkah just ended. Oh well, then you know what? Yeah. Still counts. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why. It's Still a miracle. Counts. We did it. It's we a did miracle. it, guys. Ha <laughs> uh, You you were nice enough to loan the theater your uh, backup menorah. Oh yeah. 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 Of a couple. As a Jew, you just acquire menorahs. <laughs> sure. Uh, sure. They're on sale at Target. We love a sale. So <laughs> We only got to light it twice because um, we got it like Sunday. Yep. And then, uh, so it was for the two open mics, uh, <laughs> the Sunday <laughs> mic and yesterday. You lit the, so you lit the menorah for open mics? <laughs> That's... And, <laughs> open mics are hardly a miracle. <laughs> you know, you yeah. celebrate your way, Jesse. <laughs> yeah, they <laughs> they can be miraculous. Yeah, <laughs> they can. But good to have you, Thank David. You. Thank you. Uh, you are busy around these parts this month. Too busy. Too I, busy, frankly. I, I, I yeah. Well, got to do something. Because <laughs> we had you two weeks ago for say yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, feels like you were here for something last week. Can't remember, but we've got you tonight. Feels like it. And then tomorrow, Comedy for a Cause. Mm-hmm. Then next week, uh, 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 STFU. STFU. Then the week after that, strip, strip comedy. comedy. Oh, it's too. I mean, I'm not going to say it's too much, David Shapiro. I just I feel bad that you're doing so much. That's here. that's too much, um, Suzette Venetti. Oh, is well, that problem? That's yeah. not too much, David Shapiro. Yeah, <laughs> I think there's a balance there's in balance. those shows. I think because David's here tonight. Yeah, uh, was Suzette. On uh, well, so that would say yes, sure. Yep. Sure. And she'll be. I guess no. I guess it is a good. There's more David Shapiro. Yeah. Okay. David's here tomorrow. David for cause. I yep. assume. All mm-hmm. right. 
Yeah. So, uh, in case anybody is unfamiliar, David. Uh, also, uh, the, the drag princess is Evanetti. It's true. Yeah. Sorry to <laughs> burst that veil. No. No, you've been you've been making that public. Otherwise, I, I do. No, I do. I do. When I do stand up, I talk. It's, yeah. So this is the that's that camera is the place that I talk about <laughs> yes. it most. Honestly, like a therapist. <laughs> well, there had been a while that uh, it wasn't a, uh, a known thing, so I avoided. I kept them as two separate people as well. So because you got to do that, you got you get you got to maintain secret identities. Yeah. <laughs> that's the whole point of them. If you're given that that responsibility. You have to protect that identity. <laughs> Thank you for protecting that for sure. me. Sure. Uh, but yeah, all sorts of stuff, uh, David and Suzette related, around here this month. Happy to have... I would. I mean, I was going to ask if you've got stuff going on, but we've covered that you've got so much going on. So <laughs> Yeah. So I feel like I've taken all of your time. That's all right. We'll have more of you later. <laughs> Gosh darn it. It's dumb, the cold finishing. <laughs> Jeff Brown... <laughs> That was really gross sounding. Like yeah. yeah. I, we're not supposed to address it because that was an edit point. Clearly, Jeff. Oh, sorry. I mean, that like pause. he just <laughs> farted really gross. It was nasty. He wasn't coughing like he no, was sick. Not at all. No. Jeff Brown, good to see you. Nice to see you again. Good to have you. Yes. Uh, always appreciated. Um, you know what? I'm going to say it. You'd, you, you had been good, obviously, all the, the times before. But I do think the, uh, the tournament helped, helped solidify... Jeff Brown as a stab, a stabbernaut. A, a regular. <laughs> I got invited to the holiday thing, so yeah. that hadn't happened before. Exactly. I didn't know it existed, and I felt <laughs> bad for two seconds and then elated the remainder of my day. So, it's, um, I, I'm having a hard time figuring out, because we can only have so many people. I can't, can't be, I guess I could invite people just to hang out, but then that feels like, well, why didn't I get on the show, too? Yeah, like so, how I was feeling. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So I just don't know how many people I should invite and how many people to be on the show and how many people to just hang out as it's supposed to be like the, the Stab family get-together end-of-year hang thing. Yeah. But uh, I've been here like six times the last like two months. So, yes. yeah, just for Stab. <laughs> yeah. Just the only thing was Stab. Well, that's easy. The people you don't want to come, invite them and tell them there's a, a, a secret Santa White gift elephant. Well, it is. I mean, the main there part is. of the thing is a white elephant gift. <laughs> then, yeah, then they won't come. They'll drop out. They'll be like, I don't, that the, sounds too much. The, oh. the, the, the uh, Facebook Messenger members list is slowly going to dwindle <laughs> as we get closer <laughs> and closer to the 29th. Yeah. Did I? I did send a message. Did I? <laughs> yeah. I think I need to add people. It was like a threat. You have to bring a gift for somebody. Many well, of you might have beef. Probably not. You're all nerds. I don't think so. Yeah. I don't think we've got... I'd yeah. like to start beef with somebody sure. before the before the thing. I'm not too sure who though. Yeah, yeah. I know Paul Doyle. I used to work with him. Oh, yeah. It's a good candidate. Yeah, <laughs> I think he's taller. We're opposites. I feel like it'd be a good matchup. Like sure. Just, and for like silhouettes, you know, <laughs> tall, lanky guy, kind of short, sort of chubby guy. Yeah. yeah. Well, I can see that. Well, Paul is also apparently, uh, as known. I don't know how friendly they are. They they were always friends with uh, Alex Shoemaker, someone that also uh, does stuff around here. So you guys can have. A weird, uh, uncomfortable, like three-person feud. Your enemy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is, is your um, friend? A staff yeah, you'll have shifting alliances. Well. It'll be a whole thing. Look, I'm just picturing <laughs> some sort of like quirky Wes Anderson-esque evening. Oh, so yeah, that's what I'm imagining. You know what? The three of you, yes, beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds right. All right. Well, we've done all of that, getting to know everybody. How about we get? We made that esoteric enough. Yeah. Let's move on. Oh well, I mean, we could talk about. But Kim was just here last yeah, week. Yeah. So we could was. talk about Mom Hat, but nah, we, know. we just go on about Player Two again. 
Yeah, and I've released new stuff on the YouTube, but it's just edited versions of old stuff because that's what happens now. <laughs> sure. The YouTubes, yeah. yeah. I love the YouTubes. <laughs> it's a good time. All oh, my cartoons YouTubes. are at. <laughs> All right, let's do the thing. All right, let's get into the actual program uh, with, with the first thing that... Jeff, immediately upon receiving prompts, uh, gave me shit about. Uh, <laughs> it's segment one. It's reorganization. Okay. This is going to get a little abstract, but stay with me. Okay? Here we go. Today, while searching for something for reorganization, that being Wednesday, while searching for something for re reorganization, an acronym just jumped up and slapped me in the face and said, acronyms are bullshit and have no meaning whatsoever. It's all a lie that almost 400 episodes of this show have been based upon. The acronym was for the Quebec... Charney Airport, which of course has the acronym XFZ. And now nothing means anything anymore. And so in this absolutely open-ended reorganization, I'm simply asking for you to give me any three letters, any three-letter acronym for any three words for a three-word thing or not. It could be whatever. Nothing matters anymore when the Quebec Carney Charney Airport can be abbreviated XFZ. So, so go on. Give me whatever you got. All bets are off. Reorganize anything. <laughs> so that did put a little bit on you guys. But I could have asked you to reorganize XFZ, and I did not want to do that to you. So I thought I would be nice and let you just do whatever the fuck you want. So, David, what did you wind up doing? <laughs> Uh, misreading the prompt is what I want. <laughs> um, I, I I thought it was X Y Z, and oh, and then I wasn't too. sure if we had to do that one because then there was some confusion over that. <laughs> so I was like, I could do X Y Z. So I reorganized X Y, which is not a pre-existing acronym. Well, and technically, it still follows. You follow the you follow the rules. <laughs> Sweet, the rules. All right, cool. I can do that then. Um, all right. Well, X Y Z. Um, is the xenophobic yodeling zebras. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. That's what their fans call them, XYZ. And <laughs> sure. it's like, oh, wow, man, you think you've heard hate speech, but you really haven't until you've heard these really upset zebras. They say things like, I'm not going to say what they say, because <laughs> yeah. that, that'd be like, then I'd be, I'd sound xenophobic. But yeah. like, they say awful things. Um, and it's not a black or a white issue because they're zebras. So, like, it's definitely xenophobia. Um, it's not color at all. Um, but when these zebras see, like, animals or humans that are from another country, Ugh. oh, they get so mad. They start yodeling the most foul, hate-filled shit. Like, they're just like, yodelate, but it's like like hate. It's like, but, like, hate speech. Like, and it's it's melodic and awful. Um and, like, it's animals from their country. Like, hippos, totally fine. Giraffes, like, no one likes those long-necked bastards. But, like, because they're just, like, flexing their throat goatness, you know. But, like, the, yoda the xenophobic yodeling zebras do not hate them because um, they're all from the same country. But, like, zebras from another country, fuck them. They're going to get yodeled at with Bullshit. some – that triggers some of that good old-fashioned yodeling. <laughs> like, yeah. I did a backup too. I'm not. I don't. We don't need it. But because I was so scared with X Y Z, we were all gonna hit the same one. Well. I also let AI write one about xen <laughs> about xenophobic yodeling. So I liked mine better. But okay, well, good. Yeah, yeah. That's good. Yeah. Okay, that's it. I briefly considered because um, uh, 
John Ross told me that he had like fed uh, the stab show into Chat GPT, like asking them, "What do you know of this show?" And it like listed uh, guests and people that panelists and all that, and got really into it. So I, for a moment, thought about <laughs> giving an AI chatbot Jack's prompts. <laughs> I'm here for it. I and would do that. It would have. The thing is, if it was amazing, I would have felt like the machine's fucking won, though. <laughs> yeah. No, because I, I tried it with the second prompt and it didn't work. It like it's it's. I mean, like if you want to fill time, we can just come back later and I can read you what. Did you give it enough setup? Because don't you have to like lead it to like sometimes yes, do you sometimes know the no. stab comedy show no, podcast? No, I said I said write about xenophobic yodeling zebras. Oh, okay, See. and it spit out three paragraphs. <laughs> And it named them and told me wow. what inst- it told me what hairstyles they had. <laughs> like it, it, but then I was like, with a second prompt, I was like, do that. Yeah. And it was like, I don't, I don't know how. <laughs> well, good. I got nothing. Good. I'm not. I'm AI. <laughs> AI chatbots yeah. don't know how to do pickup lines, so that's good. Yeah. So maybe you won't. You have to do captures or they whatever. Can't do, do them, but they're still susceptible to them. I can well, still hit on a robot. Yes. Okay. I'm not saying you can't. Okay. Yeah. Please. You said it before, and I'm tired of hearing. <laughs> no. No. You can hit on whatever robots you want. Thank you. <laughs> those little, those little yappy dogs that do like a backflip at the that was at the a flea secret. Market. I told you. You didn't have to say that on. <laughs> I, just, I was as a, for instance. I think of those as toys, but toys are robots. Yeah. I mean, wow. Yeah. It's very basic programming, but mm-hmm. it's still a robot. <laughs> okay. All right. Thank you, David. My pleasure. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna have to go back and bleep out the part where he was like. Boo! But that was a but that was xenophobic. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> please, please bleep bleep we'll out it. my xenophobic lo- yodeling. It was I was just it was song lyrics really. I yeah. was just quoting them. Yeah, I, it wasn't you. Yeah, we can't cancel you. We can cancel those zebras. Uh, Jeff, hi. hi there. Um, how about whatever you did for your openest open ended reorganizations that we'll ever get? I just wanted you to know that like um the way my brain works, Jesse, <laughs> is my brain needs structure, it needs boundaries. It, <laughs> yeah. It's on that little spectrum that it just you can't just give it a bunch of fucking rules and then take those rules away and you're like, Hey, have fun. It's not gonna have fun. <laughs> So I just want to preface with that before I say that in order for mine to work, we need to take a trip through space and time. Oh, okay. Yes. All right. We need to go to the multiverse, Mm. and we need to go to a universe where Jesse Jones gave us an actual acronym. (laughs) That's fair. To you. So use your mind powers. (laughs) Go to your mind space. And we're there now. Reorganization. (laughs) Words. What are they? Am I right? Some words mean things. Other words mean different things. They say there's a science to it, but I say it's chaos. In reorganization, we try to make sense of that chaos by taking well-known or lesser-known or hardly-known acronyms and asking our guests to give them a new coat of paint. Not happy that we're doing reorganization as a prompt? Well, then you should take it up with the BBB, which stands for Better Business Bureau. (laughs) A bastion for people with a lot to say and too much time on their hands. So for this organization, we're asking, what does BBB mean to you? Gosh darn it. Jeff, tell us. (laughs) Don't write an intro better than one I did. (laughs) What does BBB stand for? And this is alternate universe me talking. Sure. Hey, everyone. He also likes doing voices still, though. It's oh, weird. Yeah. sure. Hey, everyone. My name is Chaz Mulligan, and I'm the owner and operator of BBB. 
Have you ever hosted a work event, thrown a party, or tried to put together a night on the town only for no one to show up? Has the lack of buzz around your social gatherings left you hanging out alone on the dance floor when you should be surrounded by friends, coworkers, and strangers who just want a piece of the action? Well, the next time you're out throwing a shindig, hire BBB and we'll bring the party. And by party, I mean babes, babes, babes. <laughs> Here at Babes, 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 we're only interested in one thing, babes. And how babes can boost your parties, weddings, funerals, and work-sanctioned events. Babes is not a brothel service. Mm-mm. Drawing from a pool of over 1,700 registered babes, the BBB connects you with one or more babes that meets your events needs. And if you think we don't have the babes that will fit your bill, we'll think again. Because we've got babes of all shapes and sizes. He babes. She babes, they babes, big babes, small babes, hard babes, soft babes, cool babes, hot babes, non-traditionally attractive babes, smelly babes, robot babes, that's one's for me, evil babes, morally ambiguous but in a kind of sexy way babes, ghost babes, ghoul babes, those are different from ghost babes, babes with too many teeth, tough babes, sissy babes, even babes with chicken pox. Our babes will attend your event and fill out the space to make you look like you know what you're doing. Can't talk people into accepting your invites? Then trick them with babes! (laughs) What's that? Jesse Jones is hosting a comedy show down at the Stab Theater? whatever. Oh, wait, dude. I heard there's going to be babes there. Hey, did you hear? Jesse Jones died last (laughs) week. And it's funerals tomorrow. Are you going to go? I'm not sure. It doesn't really seem like my kind of, I heard there's going to be babes there. Oh, I am in. So the next time you're at Party City, put down that fog machine and call 1-800-BABES-BABES-BABES instead. (laughs) But really just call 1-800-BABES-27. Sadly, that is how I'm going to get attendance for my funeral. <laughs> I just wanted to say babes a lot. Oh, I don't know and, why. and you did. You know what? Mission accomplished. Yeah, yeah. we can get some sort of babe counter going. <laughs> maybe, maybe that'll be the title of the show. I'll add up how many times you said babes. <laughs> 87 babes. <laughs> Stab. Wait, do these babes count? Oh, yeah. How many oh, babes shit. the total show? More work for Jesse. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm gonna Watch do the it. whole episode. I'm Let's just slip some babes in here every now and then. <laughs> no. It's like an Easter egg. Oh, a babes <laughs> episode. <laughs> just start putting babes in. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> episode 389, 77 babes. <laughs> oh, I think we're going to get past 77. Oh. Yeah, very easily. I think you did 77. I think 77 that, yeah. might be close as far as babes are concerned. <laughs> Damn it. I'm going to have to listen real close when editing this one. You can't All have right. one babes. No. No. And do it's I count multiple babes? Yeah, I'm do I count babe? Does that, that. Do, does it have to be babes? That's a pig. Uh, yeah, it's babe. Uh, all right, one we've got to move on before I'm doing nothing but counting babes all weekend, uh, ladies. Uh, <laughs> segment two: pickup lines across the steamy bar. Someone catches your eye. Are those babes? Or, <laughs> or one of the three blurry someone's over there. <laughs> Triplets, maybe. Hmm. Wavy, fuzzy triplets. Anyway, I caught. You do your best to make a straight path towards them. But uh, but to the outside observer, you are a zigzaggy mess. 
Then a poorly worded half compliment escapes your tingly face. Ah, the art of the pickup line. Tried and true. And so in pickup lines, you're asking us three pickup lines to or from the following various random nonsense things. So give it a shot. What's the worst that can happen? Uh, <laughs> I forgot these. Um, <laughs> uh, we do only have the two. I'll go. I'll, I'll just say I'm, I'm not going to say all of uh, Jack's prompts um, because then I'll have to edit that out too. Um, Jack was going to be giving us uh, pickup lines to or from. Uh, an old issue of the TV Guide, so we missed out on that. Uh, but that means we are doing one one two two three 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 times around, uh, as we do in these pickup lines. Uh, David, let's get us started okay. with your first of three <laughs> pickup lines. Okay, I want to preface to this. or from. Hold yeah. on, I have to finish oh, setting it up. Sorry, sorry. To or from. They don't know what the, what atrocity I've given you. Sure, sure. Give us <laughs> your first of three pickup lines. To or from a half-eaten deer carcass. <laughs> So I'm not good at real pickup lines, <laughs> so uh, this was, and I'm like AI, couldn't handle the, <laughs> that, the, that's fair. the obligation of writing a pickup line, so the, I don't know. Um, okay, pickup lines to or from a half-eaten deer carcass. Um, all right, the first one. Damn, boo. Your eyes are beautiful, full of shock and horror from the last thing you saw, but like still gorgeous windows to half your soul, your half-eaten soul. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. it. Yeah. Exactly. Can't do that, AI. <laughs> yep. Yeah. I, I win. This is how we beat the robot uprising. <laughs> Make them write pickup lines to or from half-eaten deer carcasses. Or, or to babes. In, or to babes. Uh, or in Jeff's uh, uh, example here, um, I, I figured I was letting you off too easy with uh, the acronym. So, oh, God. <laughs> oh, yeah. and so you've been asked to give us pickup lines to or from Q words. Mm-hmm. Okay. Hey, <laughs> you're cute. <laughs> That's it. Oh, damn you. All right. You know what? I deserve that. Uh, back around, David, our second. It's going quick with only two. Normally, we've got the three to really pad it out, but no. We are rifling back through this. David, your second pickup line tour from a half-eaten deer carcass. Uh, based on the fact that you're half-eaten, <laughs> it's pretty clear that you were too much to handle for the last person. <laughs> um, I bet that I could handle all of you. <laughs> <laughs> that is gross. I don't like licking my <laughs> no. visceral reaction. Uh, I, don't, yeah. I just don't like things on my face. <laughs> And I do have to let let, let the audio only audience uh, know about that big, that big oh. soppy lip licking yeah, that punctuated that that had to wipe off again. Yeah, <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's gross. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Jeff, hi. Hey. Uh, let's hear your second pickup line tour from Keywords. Uh, excuse me. Um, really sorry for bugging you. Um, I'm playing words with friends, and I'm just really stumped. I've got the letters Q, O, T, and E. I feel like I've almost got a word. All I'm missing is you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like oh. a pickup soliloquy. Yeah. <laughs> I liked it. It flows better than a line. Mm, so I good. bet you'd be yelling at it at a bar as the problem. Well, yeah. It come across yeah. the same. Hey! <laughs> you! <laughs> yes, I still play with play words with friends! <laughs> <laughs> Here's what I've realized: like 
because I know we. I'm not gonna spoil the you should prom, but you have readers. What was it? TV guide and, <laughs> and words with friends. Like, how dated is this show now I, at this point? Just accidentally. <laughs> You're the one that brought words with friends. I just had keywords. Mm. You took it to words with friends. Uh, and it's word with friends with friends two for some reason. Oh, there's I don't know a second what, one now. Well, didn't they they switch to two for some reason? You couldn't use the old one. I don't. We're, now we're, now we are. Did they run out of words? Yeah. <laughs> yes, and they ran out of friends. It's sad. Uh, but let's get out of these gosh darn pickup lines that the robots couldn't handle. Uh, <laughs> with David, you're third of three. Two are from a half-eaten deer carcass. All right, I'm switching. Uh, oh, gears, and this one is is from. Nice. Half-eaten deer carcass. Uh, who's got one and a half legs, most of my guts, and a full head, and an absolutely uneaten face, <laughs> and wants to buy you a drink? Oh. This guy. <laughs> but you're going to have to grab my wallet, because I've, <laughs> I've got one and a half legs, but zero hands. Those were eaten. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of scary that this is a scenario where, like, it's a half-eaten deer carcass, but they didn't take the wallet. So, like, <laughs> no. it's a real crime of passion. Yeah, it wasn't for money. This, no. <laughs> this, this took well, a dark turn somehow. When you search half-eaten deer carcass, one of the first videos that pops up is uh, Night Cam, and it says, witches eating deer carcass at night. Oh. So they aren't interested in money. Yeah. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Weirdly. Not Jewish um, witches. <laughs> weirdly, I don't think I would have... Uh, gotten into too much research for doing the half-eaten deer carcass. I, well, I, I think like I kind of got it. Everything. <laughs> I think you'd be surprised at the amount of like googling that you've inflicted upon people you put on the show, yeah. like unnecessary and unfortunate googling. Yeah. Oh, the things that I've searched. Like for Google, <laughs> the browsers are just like, why do we still have uh, incognito mode? They're like, have you seen the stab show? We need to use it all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, I I do that just. Do my stab search and do in the, raw. In the raw, <laughs> out in the open. Raw you just deal with it. You deal with it, Google. And that's how Amazon purchases are. You don't get the incognito by the and the things that I have to buy. Like I tell you, it's yeah. weird. So I'm just you know shameless. Well, thank you, uh, David. I'm I'm glad you you did both sides because not everybody some most people just dial into one side of that exchange, but we got we got some from both sides. I appreciate that. Uh, Jeff, how about we wrap up some picking up of some lines with your third pickup line tour from a Q word? <laughs> Q words? <laughs> that sounds like a Jeopardy category. Um, I'll take Q words for a hundred, Alec. What is your phone number? <laughs> Please go out with me. I'm so lonely. <laughs> yeah. That's how any good pickup line ends. Please, please. I'm going to die alone. Please. Look, we all die alone. Well, yeah. It's getting there. Yeah. That's the important part. The stab show. We all die alone. <laughs> Unless you invite babes. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Damn it. <sighs> I should have been counting. Uh, segment three. It's selling on Craigslist. With only 10 days until Christmas, you might want to make some room around the house for all the good, good goodies you're going to be bringing home from all your loved ones who know and love you so well. Or the opposite of that. Either way, it's time to clear some clutter. And in Sell It on Craigslist, you're asked to give us your Craigslist posting for the following things. So go on, show us what you got for whichever crazy person contacts you first. Oh, yeah. I did like the front of all these. And not the the last line. So those are, you know what? That's a me problem. Uh, <laughs> so, David. Yes. Uh, what might you have for your? Oh yes, I, I, I do choose 
Like I'll write three or four or five or whatever. And then I do specifically end up giving people things purposefully. With in case intention. Yes. Oh, yeah, cool. So I thought I thought you might enjoy, uh, <laughs> David. Thank let's you. hear your Craigslist posting. For a box of old world candy that your great-grandparents sent in a care package when you were young, but you could never bring yourself to throw away. Word. <laughs> um, I, this is a listing for authentic box of assorted old world candy. Oh, yeah. That's right, candy. Um, and it could be yours, do, but do you grow weary of the same old, same old with candy? Uh, what's worse is when you crave the usual and it doesn't hit the spot. Mm. Um, when you want that like chocolatey, chalky taste, but without the processed sugar taste. Um, this assortment has those those like chocolate discs with the rainbow. They're not like um, sprinkles. They're like like flavored dots, and they're like kind of zesty sweet. Oh. Yeah, this has that, and I I don't know what they're called, but I know you had them. Um, and do you remember those orange wedges? Yes, there are some of those in here too. And those mm-hmm. candies with the strawberry wrappers that taste more like watermelon. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, dude, bro, that's the thing in here. I don't even know what they are, but you can see before you experience. It's like a mystery sucker, but you visually see what you're getting. You just have no idea what flavor adventure you're about to experience. These candies have been preserved in a dry, sun-free environment wrapped individually too tight. Um, uh, <laughs> To seal in the smell and flavor. Basically, the candies are vintage also. <laughs> yeah. um, I looked up the, the vintage is is anything less than a, between 50 and 100 years old. Mm-hmm. So they're like not really vintage. But we're calling them vintage. Uh, I think I'm pretty sure like wine. Uh, so this stuff only gets better with age. Mm-hmm. This assorted box of old world candies is a 1992 vintage. At auction, <laughs> a 31-year-old assortment of velvety full-bodied candy like this could really generate interest. But I'm really hoping that you catch this deal and you can get this veritable steal for yourself. Mm. Yeah. <sighs> Still don't want it. <laughs> I've never ventured um, the risk of the, the strawberry-wrapped uh, candy, so I wouldn't know that it tastes like watermelon, but I believe that it does. You've never had those, like, ever, <clears throat> I don't at think your I age. Have. Because isn't it... You know what? <laughs> in your socioeconomic situation... <laughs> uh, they might have been in my great grandma's candy dish, okay. um, but it was all it was the the clump of hard candy right, right. that had been sitting there, and Which you have to break one good. off. Oh yeah, oh no, I love hard candy, yeah. um, because of my great grandma and the the bumper pool table in the back. Uh, ever played bumper pool? It's fucking chaos. Uh, <laughs> but didn't they have like it was like a cellophane wrapper, but then inside wasn't it wrapped in like whack like little paper too? That's a different one, I think. Well, I don't know. The one that was just in strawberry, I think you just unwrapped the strawberry sexily. Oh, well, and sure. And that. Obviously. Whose grandma's unwrapping? <laughs> Who's not everyone's <laughs> grandma didn't do that. No. They didn't wrap your candy. Not everybody's grandmas are babes, David. Um. <laughs> just saying. Uh, some of them are. Some, some, of them some are. grandmas are some babes. Some grandmas are babes. <laughs> grandmas can be babes. <laughs> God damn it. That's on me. I made that happen. Uh, Jeff. Uh, let's wrap up our Craigslist and already, I know, um, and after I, I just gave the preface to David that I specifically give things to people, um, for reasons, I, I feel bad now that, um, (laughs) we want to hear your ad for a guided public transportation tour of all of your weirdest life choices. It's being here count? Yes. Okay. Yes. For sale. Life affirming experience. $25. (laughs) $25. Stop! <laughs> Don't waste money on self-help books, life coaches, or guided meditation sessions. The path to self-love and forgiveness is here. This is not a scam. 
Are you struggling to love yourself? Do you feel like you have nothing to offer others? Do you look in the mirror and you're just like, ugh, this again? <laughs> For $25 and two hours of your time, we are here at, at least that's not me incorporated, can help you shed those self-doubts and deprecation with the help of our guided tour service after spending some time viewing the life of someone else in all of its abject awkwardness. <laughs> You'll leave with a smile and spring in your stuff knowing that, well, at least you're not that guy. Here's a short transcript from the audio portion taken from the Jeff Brown experience. A party bus style tour that stretches from Bakersfield to Sacramento all the way to Boise, Idaho. Ooh. Tour guide. All right, folks, coming up on our ride is a little part of the tour we like to call time and time again. Here you'll see a diorama set we've built depicting an evening in 2022 where Jeff spent several hours deciding on a pair of inline skates that he should buy. <laughs> woman but he's like 40 years old right <laughs> tour guide that's right ma'am oh here you'll see he's made a purchase for a 250 dollars pair of skates man but <laughs> earlier in the tour during the what is money portion he we saw him open a fifth credit card to consolidate his debt and he's buying 250 dollars rollerblades is he gonna use them Tour guide, <laughs> well, I don't want to ruin the upcoming parts of the tour, but no, he definitely does not use them. Man and woman simultaneously, Jesus, I'm glad I'm not that guy. <laughs> Order today and we'll give you a 50% off your second guided tour coupon. Start with the Jeff Brown experience and work your way up to the Jesse Jones experience. Ooh. Spoiler alert, they both end up recording a podcast at 8 o'clock at night on a Friday. Uh -huh. <laughs> Oh, oh! Don't oh, think, don't I, think that's the only connecting thread. No, I know, I know. I just wanted to add something else just for later on. Just babes, 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 babes. Okay, got it. I was gonna make it sad for me to to bail you out of some of that sad. There was a good stretch of time not that long ago, and if I had money now, I would still be doing it. Where I would go to thrift stores, mm -hmm. and I would find skates that had good wheels, oh, and buy them <laughs> just for the good wheels. And the important part is that, like, you're of the the ilk where you can understand that those are good wheels. Yeah. Well, I played That's... roller hockey for like eight years. Look, I was so, going to yeah. go in the third grade. I knew I was going to go pro with whatever sport wanted inline skaters. That's basically roller hockey. And I still hockey. have time to do that. So. Yeah. Well, we had our pro team. They came and went, unfortunately. So, yeah. I mean, there's probably still some roller dancing. You can probably get in on that. Sacramento had a pro team? Yeah. Of what? Roller hockey. Oh. The Sacramento River Rats. Why'd they go? Because <laughs> roller hockey came and went. Uh, <laughs> wah, wah. You yeah. know why? They didn't invite babes. They did yeah. not. Yeah. You know what would get people to go see roller hockey more often? Babes. Babes yeah. on on wheels. If I walked by a roller hockey game and I was like, meh, and then I saw a <laughs> bunch of babes, I'd be like, shit. Yeah. I better go in and roll check up. it out. Yeah. <laughs> better roll in. Roll in. There, there were a few. There Lots were a few puns. babes. Let's there get were. in line, babe. Yeah, All babe. right. That one doesn't <laughs> count. Uh, segment four. <laughs> it's pseudopharmacles. If drugs weren't good for you, they wouldn't make commercials telling you exactly how they might kill you if they don't fit the one very specific issue they're intended for. Or, if drugs weren't great, 
would anyone on any street corner in any city in any world be able to just willy-nilly sell them to anyone? I think not. Drugs are awesome. So, in pseudopharmacles, you have been asked to give us a lowdown rundown on these three, two, new, <laughs> new mind and body altering pills, sprays, salves, or smokes hitting the markets and the streets. And it's up to you to tell us what they are and what they do. Uh, David Shapiro, let's hear your pitch, your rundown for the new drug, Lifty Drops. Lifty Drops can mm -hmm. tighten uh, skin and smooth fine wrinkles. Lifty Drops will increase density of tissue, leading to some loss of sensation when <laughs> where applied, mm -hmm. except in cases where paradoxical reaction occurs where Lifty Drops will cause intense sensation sensitivity <sighs> to where applied. Lifty Drops will not change the color of tissue where applied, but could change the texture of tissue. For best results, exfoliate before application. Mm -hmm. Lifty Drops are for external use only, except on fifth Saturdays, when you can <laughs> totally use them internally, as prescribed by a doctor. Not for joints, nails, or hair follicles. Lifty Drops are not good snorted at all. That's a terrible idea. Don't do that. They are also not a replacement for energy drinks, edibles, or old world candies. <laughs> oh, all right. Well, <clears throat> fuck. I mean, I want to lippy drop, but I don't at the same time. But I do. My grandma lived until she was 102, and that was all because <laughs> of lippy drops. Yeah. And she was a babe. <laughs> also doesn't count. Has to be with an S. All right. <laughs> um, and and when we do the pseudopharmacles, I do like to do the one that has the, uh, the commercial name um, that I then have to... Uh, make sure I get a good run-up on. Sure, I think that's how it's pronounced. Uh, Jeff, let's hear your rundown of your new drug, Enzixatrol. I googled this because I was like, what's the joke with this one? <laughs> like, is this one like a thing? And I kept googling. I was like, Enzy. And I was just like, no, nah, that's not really a thing. I was like, is it a play on NB? No, nah, I don't think that's what it is. Yeah. So I think you just, yeah, you just made up a word. It's yeah. just a made up word. That's okay. what I do. That's, cool. that's, that's what they all do. They're all just made up <laughs> yeah. words. I just yeah. found out it was a terrible hole that I fell into. <laughs> Enzixitrol. Enzixitrol. Okay. We open on a bright spring day. Our opening shot is of a middle-aged woman struggling to retrieve groceries from the trunk of her car. She pauses as if to catch her breath. Pain. The scene transitions to show an elderly man in his home, leaning against a doorframe. His face is pained as he shakes his head slowly, staring into the distance at nothing in particular. Discomfort. Mm. The camera shot fades out and then fades in on a 20-something woman sitting at a restaurant with her friends. The friends converse idly while the woman sits uncomfortably, her posture constantly shifting. She seems to be out of sync with everyone around her. Embarrassment. The shot of the woman in the restaurant brightens, as though someone turned up the exposure and then normalizes. She is now engaged with her friends. The scenes seem brighter, more colorful. A change has happened for her. Relief. Enzixitrol. Enzixitrol is a once-a-day pill for individuals that suffer from chronic Ichthyopilia, <laughs> an overwhelming desire to sexually please themselves with fish. God damn it. The shot returns to the woman unloading groceries. Her gaze turns downward at the inside of a shopping bag. A full halibut encased under cellophane <laughs> stares up at her. She licks her lips nervously. Mm -hmm. Her eyes dart back and forth. Enzixitrol was developed as a means of suppressing what many doctors have called a, quote, 
unnatural and frankly disturbing disposition That's to copulate with both living and dead marine and or freshwater wildlife. That's their opinion. While Enzixitrol cannot completely cure these urges, it can give you the next best thing. The woman stares hard at the halibut, <sighs> turns to the camera, and quickly swallows a pill. The scene becomes more colorful, clearer. The lust in her eyes dissipates. <laughs> she reaches down to grab the groceries, but not before subtly sliding her index finger over the textured body of the dead fish. A fighting chance <laughs> to not fuck a fish. Enzixitrol is not for everybody. Individuals who suffer from heartburn or chapped lips should consult their doctors before taking Enzixitrol. We return to the elderly man in the doorframe, the camera closing in on his face as he continues to stare ahead blankly. The shot switches to a camera behind the man, and we see what he is staring at. A fish tank housing a single, solitary goldfish. The goldfish floats, floats blissfully in and out of the plastic castle stationed in the bowl. The elderly man's left hand slowly inches down towards his belt buckle. Mm -hmm. Side effects for Enzixitrol <laughs> include upset tummy, feeling very sleepy-weepy, mm. and occasional glimpses beyond the veil that separates life from the hereafter. The elderly man quickly pops a pill. The scene brightens, and now we see him happily pouring flakes of fish food into the bowl. The goldfish swims to the surface of the water to nibble at the treats. The man smiles at the camera and briefly dips his index finger into the water bowl. The fish, in its confusion, delicately sucks on the elderly man's fingertip amongst the food flakes. So ask your doctor about Enzixitrol and start living life again without pain, discomfort, or embarrassment. We return to the woman at the restaurant. She is happy amongst friends and smiles at the camera before raising her fork and bringing a glazed piece of trout to her lips. She pauses briefly, allowing the piece of flesh to linger against her supple lips mm -hmm. before slowly opening her maw to envelop the treat. She chews her face in exercise and restraint, like that scene from The Matrix Reloaded when the lady ate the cake that made her come. It's like that. In Zixitrol, their fish just stop. Yeah. yeah. Or don't. You know what? We're not, we are not here to yuck anybody's yum. No, this is that was purely the character of the um this the bit. Yeah. That's I don't support that person's perspective. No. You're not a cake shamer? I'm not a cake shamer. Do to just do do what makes you happy. Find love. If you think that there are fishes that are also babes, then you need to go for those fishes. <laughs> I mean we're only here for so long. Yeah. Babes not... make fish lips. Yeah. Well, yeah. well yeah, that's a fish whole thing. Probably make babe things. That's a whole mm -hmm. thing. Let's end this goddamn show. Uh, <laughs> it's segment five. It's new fall lineup. We've all seen TV before. It's the glowing box of lights, colors, and sounds that raised most of us. While our parents cursed being persuaded by such a smooth-talking, slurry idiot in that bar so many prompts ago. But the point is, we could write a TV show if we wanted to. And we get that chance in new fall lineup. Where you've been tasked with giving us your rundowns of the following new TV series based on these randomly generated titles skimmed from the various random title generators over at SeventhSanctum.com. Thanks, Seventh Sanctum. <laughs> Nobody tell them we do this. <laughs> David Shapiro, uh, let's hear your rundown of the new fall television show, Antique Man. Uh, Antique Man is the newest dating show where 12 gold-digging but extremely entrepreneurial women vie for the attention and fortune of 
the antique man. Uh, because I looked up what makes vintage versus antique, I can tell you that 100-year-old John Dutton Jr. knows that his modest fortune is of interest um, as inheritance for a potential spouse or babe. Uh, so instead of just hoping to meet the most attractive babes and funniest gold diggers he can in his small social circle, which probably will net him like a 40-year-old babe at best, uh, he's decided to just let transparency and honesty rule the day. What will these 12 babes do to win the prize to be Mrs. Dutton, what won't these 12 babes do? Find out this fall on Antique Man. Now, see, the, this whole time, I was I was preparing to scold David for all the time he was spending on his phone during Jason, or during Jason, during Jeff's prompts, and um, apparently all of that was just spent adding babes to your, <laughs> to your final prompt. I get it. I see it. I understand it now. You know what? I'm gonna count babe singular. There, you're welcome. So that's that's still on the up time. That's still on the total. The total as well. Uh, thank you, David. Hey, David Shapiro. Where can people get more uh, David Shapiro uh, in their lives? Were they uh, so interested to choose to make that a part of them? You know what? <laughs> the only thing promised is is tomorrow. So if people want more David Shapiro, they should come to Comedy for a Cause tomorrow here at nine o'clock uh, at Stab Comedy Theater. And it benefits the Stanford Settlement, which is a local charity. Really cool local charity, too. So that's that's where people can get more David Shapiro. Yeah. That would be that'd be good. Yeah. For the live audience. And this we're we are so caught up that this could almost be released in time for people to hear that on the podcast, but not quite. Uh-oh. But it will be released in time for people to maybe want to come out to STFU next week. Yeah. STFU's on the twenty third. It's also at nine so o'clock. Uh, we got a couple good drag performers, a couple good comics. So come out and see that yeah. if, if you're listening to this before December 23rd, 2023. It'll be released on Wednesday, so it's entirely oh, yeah. possible. So you got see? like four days from hearing this. We're so caught up. Hypothetically. It's I don't amazing. know when you're listening to it, but uh, you well, know. Yeah, 23rd. Yeah. STFU. Well, thank you, David. So thank good. You. Thank you for filling in on Wednesday. Appreciate that. Thank well you, done. Good stuff. We'll get thank you back you. in here more maybe when you're not doing like five or six shows a month in a month um at the theater already well but we'll still get you in uh jeff brown hey there before we get you to close out this gosh darn episode of the stab program how can people outside of the very specific confines of this episode get more jeff brown in their lives you can uh go to mom-hat.com uh, look at old stuff and newer stuff. We have a few podcasts that release. Uh, one that's still going is called Listen to Player Two. Releases <clears throat> week bi-weekly whenever Joe feels like doing it. Sure. I can't control that, man. Wow. No, you one really can't. Bi-weekly that. is that twice a week or every two weeks? I think that would be. Oh shit! Yeah. It means both. That's it means problem. both every two that's... weeks, possibly. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you could find that. Look for every wherever you find podcast. Uh, listen to Player Two. I'm going to throw out old stuff. Geese bumps. Uh, mm-hmm. That's sure. almost still. We don't update it, but it's still very popular still for there? some reason. Oh. Um, nice. And then if you go to our YouTube, it's YouTube uh, Mom Hat Studios. I have been actually uh, crawling out of my pit of deep babeless depression and <laughs> sure. uh, trying to. Uh, edit and post things up for the masses so they can get six likes and you should go there and be <laughs> one of those six likes uh, but aside from that um, I am uh, tweeting again not going to call it X because fuck that shit no. and uh, it's uh, mom hat Jeff uh, and then yeah everywhere else you find things and then if you look in your heart 
Yes. I think you'll find me there, too. That's really where you're going to find mm-hmm. me. A little bit of me there in all of you. Yeah. 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 And especially in this prompt. Um, I, I, it was in the search. This doesn't feel like it was randomly generated. It was, weirdly, and I couldn't pass it up. No. Um, so, Jeff Brown. Yeah. Let's hear your rundown for the new tele- new fall television series, Journey to Uranus. How do you, how do you pronounce it? Properly. Okay. <laughs> You're going to hear a varying uh, set of British, We know it's we know Uranus. Accents. We yeah. know Uranus as well, but it's Uranus tech, but it's Journey to Uranus, Uranus, whichever you chose. From the BBC's <laughs> Natural History Unit with funding from the PBS and viewers like you. <laughs> comes an expedition of cosmic proportions. It was kind of Australian, I guess. A little. He walked us across the beautiful plains and mountains of planet Earth, dove into the deepest parts of the ocean with Blue Planet, and showed us the beauty of every creature with the Natural World docuseries. Now, David Attenborough is taking us on a journey to Uranus. Join Attenborough! And the Voyager 2 probe on a 1.8 billion mile journey like no other. Hear the hundreds, hear from the hundreds of scientists, teachers, babes, politicians, and students about everything they felt, saw, tasted, and touched on their personal journey to Uranus. With the help of data imaging, recorded footage, interviews, and satellite feeds, Attenborough will guide viewers from the initial decision to journey to Uranus <laughs> all the way to humanity's first glimpses of Uranus. Attenborough speaks out on it in the docuseries. It seems l- so small from afar, <laughs> barely a blotch. But as we grow near, its size becomes more apparent. A hulking, volatile mass of gases. A death sentence for any who draw too near to it. Life cannot survive here. Tune in Friday nights at 7.30 for this 17-part series. Oh, no. Well, you'll learn more about Uranus than you ever wanted. Oh, counter-programming. That's not fair. Yeah. We're never going to win going up against Journey to Uranus. <laughs> <laughs> never going to win that time slot. Is Attenborough still alive? I th- can't remember. What do you think they'll do with his body when he dies? What's appropriate? What do you think they will do? What do you think is appropriate? <sighs> hmm... Seems like it should just be uh, tossed out of the back of a jeep to be eaten by animals. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just out, and, and then wild. turned into a stab prompt later on. Well, sure, yeah. <laughs> and that was the stab show. Thank you so much for joining us tonight, and of course, a special thank you to our amazing panel, or our, our amazing and patient panel of babes, uh, David Shapiro and Jeff Brown. Now, did you just have a grand old time listening to the Stab Show, but want to make sure you can catch it live as it happens? Then you just need to be at Stab Comedy Theater or in front of Stab TV on Twitch Friday nights at 7.30 p.m. if you can avoid Journey to Uranus, and your very easily granted wish will come true. Or, if you'd rather take the Stab Show on the go with you whenever and wherever, then you can catch this and 378 other episodes via the podcast provider of your choice, be it Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or the Good Pods app. But for now, that's all we got for you tonight, so until next time, I've been your host, Jesse Jones, saying maybe practice roasting chestnuts over the next week and a half before you just throw yourself at it on the big night. I don't know. Good night. <laughs>